Are you scared? Thank you. Thank you, Ghostface. And of course, thank you, Shorty. Um, a great movie, by the way. Scary movie, which uh, we are definitely going to talk about because it's comedy, but it's horror as well. Hello, everybody. This is Tommy James. It came so, so smooth, a.k.a. the smooth effect himself. And I am very excited to talk about this movie that we're discussing. Of course, you know the movie because you see it in the title. Um, but if you can't read or if you're blind... We would like to let you know that we're talking about Carrie, the original Carrie. That was 1976, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes, 1976. So excited to talk about this one. And of course, welcome. I, I, I forgot to mention, welcome to Flickbook Horror, a podcast for the non-average horror movie viewer. Um, and today, uh, it throws us, off, uh, throws us off a little bit because we don't have Mr. Malave today. Uh, the music man is not here because he had some shit he had to do. He was partying it hard last night, and I think he forgot that we had to record. But as you guys know, that's how Matt works. We'll see him next time on our next episode. But I am not alone. I had to go reach into the archives, which was only last week, if you guys remember, because I had to go all the way back to the faculty, and I brought Caitlin back. Hello, Caitlin. Hey, how's it going? It's going. As you can see, we're, we're here, we're moving, and Matt is nowhere to be found. Yep, yep. He bailed on us, but I got you. Nice. Thank you, and I definitely appreciate it. I, I have to say, it, it is possible that Matt was so embarrassed at that $96 million that he threw out that he's taking a week off. I would be, too. I would be, too. Yeah. Mine wasn't as good, but as better, but, you know, that 97. True, but you got to remember, yours was a first shot. I gave him another chance. True. So, we're not going to do that today because Mr. Malave is not here, so... We don't have to worry about second chances. And uh, as I mentioned, we are talking Carrie, the original Carrie, starring Sissy Spacek. So much fun to say her name. Uh, Kate, let me ask you, what do you think about Sissy Spacek in general? I mean, obviously, the first time I really like I try to look back into her IMBD just to see what else she's been. Um, I actually haven't seen her as much as I expected like obviously in Carrie but then other than that uh I know she plays in a lot just surprisingly I haven't watched a lot of her stuff mm -hmm. um maybe a couple of things but not too much have you seen blast from the past I haven't oh that's a good one um it's a uh, Brendan Fraser Alicia Silverstone uh Christopher okay. Walken's in it and Sissy Space actually plays the mother um yeah, yeah, she's in that movie. I, I got to be honest with you. That is like the only other time I may have. I've probably seen her in a bunch and never realized it, which is kind of sad because yeah. let's be real. She has a distinctive look to her. She does. You know, she 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 pops in a, in a sense, yeah. you know, I'm not and saying she has that good, crazy yes. face. Like when she can make it like she has a good, crazy face. <laughs> yes, she does. She has a uh, insanely insane, crazy face. 
and she has the like these eyes that just work with her mm-hmm. the way her face is she's very freckly and she's still till well at least when i saw blast from the past she still looks the same and so you do yeah. realize when you're watching the movie you're like holy shit it's carrie and then obviously she's more like a i think it's like a 50s type of movie and she's all like all like mm-hmm. uh, oh hey everybody and you're thinking like she's killed people and that's cool <laughs> um but okay so Right off the bat, first initial thoughts, first reactions. This movie, obviously, we both have seen this movie prior. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I told you, hey, need you to do me a favor, need you to watch the original Carrie, what was your first thoughts to it? I was excited to see it again because it has been a really long time since I've seen it. I feel like I liked it more when I first saw it than obviously now compared. Um, it's still a good movie to see. Mm-hmm. But I still think I liked it when I originally saw it than like free watching it. Yeah, I have to agree with you. It's um it felt if it was I how do I explain it? It felt like an awkward scenario while I was watching it because I was thinking more and then going, ah, oh, really? Like I and it's like I'm trying to put myself back into when I was younger watching it, but then I talk like we were talking before we started recording the rage carry Two, which was always on TV for some weird reason. So you always see that one. And then the remake that they did, um, which was more gory and whatnot. This movie, not, yeah. not gory, you know, this blood, yeah, really. you know, this blood, but it, it's not crazy gory and less there's deaths, but we don't really see death. Maybe three times out of this, four times out of this movie, we truly see death. Mm-hmm. So and all the deaths are like so together. It's yes. hard to even tell. I'm like, oh, I'm watching. Thing, I'm like, wait, did that person yet, or are they just got wounded? Like, it's mm-hmm. just so meshed together, so you can't really see the deaths as well as you want. Right, right. And uh, I guess um, our brains are so used to different way horror is nowadays that when you watch these, and it's a classic. Well, it's not denied. This is a classic. Mm-hmm. But I guess you're expecting more than what you what you get, and then you realize when you realize it's 1976, you go, well, I mean, I guess that technically does add up. I mean, it is 1976. Mm-hmm. But then if we go back one year prior, Jaws came out, so right. that was a little more gore, intense, and whatnot. But then again, we're talking Stephen King compared to Peter Benchley. Stephen King, yeah. obviously 20 million thousand times better, but two different kinds of movies. For sure. And I, I hope one day we can definitely talk Jaws because it is my all-time favorite movie. Um, I love Jaws. Oh, it's such a great, oh, so good. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the cast themselves. So we already brought up Sissy Spacek. Obviously, she's the big name, but how about a surprise for some people that may not know this, but John Travolta's in this movie. I completely forgot about that, honestly. John Travolta. I went looked at the cast again before I watched it, rewatched it. And I was like, and I'm like, and then I'm still, I'm like trying to remember his character because actually he really isn't in it as much, but obviously he's a well-known guy. They probably couldn't afford him at the time. Maybe. Well, this is before Greece. That was, was it before Greece? This is before Greece. I asked the same question when I rewatched it yesterday. He looks older in this movie for some reason. Yes, (laughs) he does. I think it's the hair. This is like in the middle of welcome back Carter. And like okay. towards like, so he's like, welcome back, Carter, coming towards its end. Greece is literally coming out in two years. So I double checked. It's 1978 is when Greece came out. So because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. 
wasn't he in Greece before? Like, isn't he a bigger name than what they're technically presenting us? And it turns out, no, that's not the case. He's 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 just John Travolta, John Travolta at this point. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't remember who he even played. I had to like go back and look and then realize he was Susie's boyfriend and yes. all that. And then he really wasn't in it as much anyways, no. you know. No, he's Billy Nolan. But, that's but who, that's he did play a good like... He was, I would, I would classify him like as a villain character. Sure, in the movie. yeah. He's an he asshole. that kind of like crazy boyfriend, you know, acting. Well, he, we, as we know, he does kill pigs. Yeah. yeah. With, with a sledgehammer too. And he did it like, he was cool with it. Okay, no problem. Like, no problem. You know, he, I think he did a pretty good job for the little amount that he had. But mm-hmm. it's, it's just kind of weird when you watch it and you go, fuck that's that's john travolta yeah it's a weird way to see him right like would you say he's he looked good at that point because this is john young john travolta would you say he's a, he's a good looking guy with his, with his hair like that oh yeah yeah definitely before you know i mean like i thought he looked better in that than when like not that i don't say he doesn't age well but he doesn't really age as well i feel like he looks better when he was younger yeah so i think he looked better when he was in greece before he was like in greece so so this is like so we got to think he did this film and then greece comes out two years later so Mm -hmm. he cut his hair and uh, he greased it up of course and we didn't know john could sing like he did at least i know i didn't know Mm -hmm. that john could sing until greece Um, and he could move the way he does so i didn't get that in this movie i didn't get him he wasn't dancing or he wasn't doing any of this he was kind of like a womanizer in a sense until yeah. she pretty much offered sex and he was I'd do whatever she wants. I'll kill some <laughs> pigs, which I yeah, whatever, that works. Um Yeah. They were a weird couple. Yeah. It, but you know what it is too is that I I don't like the girl Chris. And you're not supposed no. to like her. She's a she's a horrible individual. Oh yeah, Chris. That's what it was. Chris, that's her name. That's the that's the girlfriend's yeah, yeah. name. So she I mean she's a piece of crap in the long run 100 percent. so um and then which and is psychotic yes and and a crazy psychotic <laughs> bitch which which will be interesting when especially talking about a movie like this because a lot of people may think carrie is actually the villain of the movie which you're technically rooting for her when shit starts yeah. going down you're you're sitting there you're like kill these motherfuckers not the teacher though because right. the teacher was nice she liked her yeah yeah she, I couldn't tell if it was on accident or on purpose. It was on purpose. It was okay. Cause at first I was like, I don't know if just from the building falling apart, she didn't mean to, but oh well actually no, it was on purpose because she thought everybody was laughing. Was laughing, her, right. Which which, which turns out it that was not the case. They weren't well, they had yeah. the one girl, the one with the hat on. Uh she yeah, yeah, she, she was, was laughing, laughing, but no one else was laughing. That was just in her oh, head. No. That she started yeah. to picture because we know for a fact that the one, the teacher would never laugh at her. And oh, I don't, yeah, you know, the principal, I don't see him laughing either. No. Students, sure, but like, though, that I think is what makes it show that it's all in her brain. Plus, you hear the, the mother, they're all going to laugh at you, which I, I, mm-hmm. I got to say is a classic line from the movie. They're all going to yeah. laugh at you. Um, yeah, but again, it leads to some fucking crazy shit, though. 
Mm-hmm. But we're not at that part yet. So now we're going to... So yeah. we can talk a little bit more about the cast. But here's the thing when it comes to that cast. There's not a lot of big names in that besides the ones two we just fucking named. Which is Travolta yeah. and Sissy Spacek. You have Amy Irving in it. Uh, she played... Uh, what's her face? She played Sue. Which which mm-hmm. was the one that she was like kind of an asshole. And then she kind of felt bad for her. So she wanted to do something nice for him. And then she tried to stop everything. Yeah. Um, but she mostly stuck to like Broadway afterwards. So I don't know mm-hmm. if there's anything we would probably have seen her. I and mean, she's in shit. Oh, okay. Look, she's in the Rage Carry too. Didn't, yeah. Didn't know that. She actually is playing Sue in that one too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I haven't seen that one in a long time either. Oh, here's something to tell you. <laughs> she was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Really? But here's what's crazy. She was the singing voice of Jessica Rabbit. Interesting. I did not know that. That She's just got 10 times hotter because of that. <laughs> because that scene's pretty great. That's a great yeah. scene when she's singing and she's, uh, yeah, she looks great. You know, she's drawn very well. Um, we're not going to talk about Jessica Rabbit, though. That's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, another time. Another time. That's another. That's a, that's a whole different show. Um, so yeah. So we have Nancy Allen. She plays Chris. Again, another one. She really didn't do too much afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, William Cat played Tommy Ross. He's been around a little bit. Uh, he was actually in the Greatest American Hero, um, which is a television show with the superhero do, which has a great theme song, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, so otherwise the cast is pretty much, like I said, John Travolta, Sissy Spacek, and mostly it's just Sissy Spacek. That's where our focus is. That's where we need to go with the story and the story continues Mm -hmm. from there on. So now we're going to get into mostly the setting of the story itself, which takes place in a school. Most of the time, obviously the main scene takes place in school. Did you enjoy the setting itself for what the movie presented? It was like the, I mean, even when we go back to like, the last episode I did with you with the faculty, like the showers are really the same. Like it was actually funny that it's even though it's in like two different like errors, yes. it was still almost the same as the high schools, you know, the typical high school showers and the hallways. So they did a pretty good job with that. Yeah, I have to agree. It does give you that vibe. Um when it comes when it comes to like that high school. And it you're right, it does still kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hold on I had to do something real quick on the side okay so yeah what that's how I get this vibe I don't even know where where this movie is technically located like I'm trying to see where it's located if they can give me like a state or whatnot but I don't really see it. I don't even think they mention it well wait it's whatchamacallit it's a Stephen King movie so it's probably Maine probably he's really big with Boston so it's probably in Maine um yeah so yeah because they don't mention it yeah i don't think they at once mention exactly where it's located so let's go with them saying anything right let's go with maine because again it's it's a fucking stephen king and he loves to focus in boston especially so the setting for the school especially the final scenes it works it works really well Um, you're right is it Ah, i'm telling you it's stephen king Stephen King is just think about it. It Dairy Maine, you know, like uh, Pet Cemetery was yeah. in Maine. Like he focuses everybody in Maine, which whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. He, that, maybe he's from there. I don't know. He's I think he's from Boston. So screw that. Boston sucks anyway. 
So now we're going to get into the overall story itself. Now, Caitlin, this is the big question right here. This is based on a book, as we mentioned, Stephen King. So this, he wrote this book. Mm-hmm. The movie was made. The story. Do you enjoy the story of Carrie? I do. I, and I especially for like, I, I mean, I can't be familiar with all the movies back then, but, and it might not be the first, but seeing the first of like almost that bully concepts, like you shouldn't be bullying people. You don't know what's going on and then what they're going to do in the event of their bullying. So I feel like the backstory of it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like back then, like the first to really see, even though they were very harsh about it, like, I've never seen teenagers be that harsh, but yeah, yeah. they did go pretty far. Yeah, and, and knowing that it's a Stephen King um, adaptation, he's he's very big into like some graphic shit, like s- fucked up stuff, bullying, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of gay jokes. Like he loves to do a lot of gay shit. Um, I got to be honest with you. Okay, now I totally forgot how this movie started, begins in a way. And uh, when she right, it <laughs> fucked up. So watching it, right? She's in the shower and she's taking a shower. Now, it, for some weird reason, I'm as I'm watching it, I'm going like, "Wait, something happens here." And I couldn't, for some reason, put two and two together. And then she starts to bleed, and so she gets her period. And I even sat down. I went, "Oh, yeah. damn it! That's right. That happens." So it kind of got me already thinking. I can't believe you forgot that part. I did. That's like the main scene. (laughs) I know because even was that my wife came by and I looked and I went, oh, I forgot about that. And she looks at me and she goes, yeah, she got a period. Yeah, that's that's how this starts. And I think and I'm like, fuck you too then. Now you knew this. And I forgot (laughs) that she gets her period. But we do see lots of boobs. Lots of boobs. Lots of bush too. That's exactly what my husband said. Boobs and bush. Oh, that's lot <laughs> lots too you know not not uh they, they they are not trimming themselves it's out there just i mean this is the 70s so it is what it yeah. is hippie status and then yeah but it's right there too like you're the, you know my kids will walk around and stuff and my my son's seven and i think like oh man hopefully he doesn't walk in when they're just like kind of just standing there just like, hey, throwing yeah. towels at each other, which, you know, you sit there watching, like, yeah, you throw towels and stuff, that's fun. <laughs> and then she bleeds, and you go, oh, damn it, that's disgusting. But they're uh, they're <laughs> fucked up. They're very fucked up individuals. Yeah. To uh, yeah, that, do that. I saw that, and I was just like, I mean, I know girls are ruthless, but they were like, I, I mean, even through the whole movie, I was just like, these are the worst people in this town ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just they, like all of them. Even the principal, like you couldn't even get her name right. Just say her name Cassie, once, right? Yeah, please. he kept calling her Cassie <laughs> when she he was corrected multiple times because the teacher did it. Yeah. And then uh Carrie does it when she flings over the um the ashtray because she was getting pissed off that he can't even mm-hmm. say her fucking name correctly. So you could see and but you know, again, when it comes to Stephen King, one thing I've noticed a lot too with Stephen King is that the adults in the movie tend to be assholes. They're like, he must have had a horrible childhood. Yeah. They're always mean. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Like, it, if you really, I've, I mean, I'm sure somebody's asked him before, like, hey, man, was your childhood, like, fucked up or some shit? Because, like, most adults in your film are fucked up individuals. I mean, we're going to be talking a lot of different Stephen King, you know, films. and mm-hmm. But if you go from it and even to Carrie, they're just, all the adults are dicks. 
yeah, and the kids. It like um, the father, you know, yeah, yeah, sexual abuse, yeah, and, sexual abuse and whatnot. And he's definitely doing other shit to her too. Yeah. And um, so let me ask you. Um, you said that the the the, the girls, the, the teenage girls in this movies are fucked up individuals, and I you know I agree with you. And what about the mother? The mother is just like she's obviously super harsh, but she was more psychotic than harsh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're just, I don't even know, just like over the top psychotic. I can't even explain her honestly. She actually reminded me of actually this whole thing. And I'm wondering if that's where they got it from. I'm a big Harry Potter person and Fantastic Beasts. I don't know if you've seen that. But with the lady um, who has all the kids or whatever, that's who she reminded me of when I was watching it again. I was like, I wonder if that's where they got it from. Because those two characters were just like the same. Just like, you know, the religious and like over the top. Now, what? Now, which character is this like, from Harry Potter? Or is this from <clears throat> Fantastic? The Fantastic Beast. Ah, uh, which one? Yeah, the first one. It's the the mom. Uh, the first one. Yeah. Okay. And it's like the mom, the or the lady that has all the children, and she's like telling them about witches and. Stuff. Oh, okay. So that's the one where like Ezra Miller's is like kind of involved with that little. Yeah, and she like beats her with home the belt thing. and stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, very. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. She is. Uh, she's an asshole psychotic and and you know it's funny because they tend to do this with um religious people that's usually the, yeah. that's where you get that vibe from where <clears throat> they're always religious they're always like god oh, the lord will come down on you and you sinned and that part's crazy mm-hmm. when she <laughs> when she tells her tell her mom hey mom um so i was in school and I, you know i got my period and um i was just hoping maybe we can talk or you know maybe you can hug me or right. some shit and she be- she nope, sm- fucking her. smacks her but then she hits her with the book and she's like the sin that you know will always be a bang and you're just like wow like you feel terrible for this character for carrie you feel horrible mm-hmm. for her um and that's why i feel like this is one of those films where you root for the person that technically is the villain you know, that's how she's portrayed mm-hmm. to, at the end to come out as the villain because she kills people. Nobody that kills people yeah. is a good person. But where yeah. and I think that's side? why I originally liked it, too, was because it's, you know, it's like almost roles are reversed. Like you want right. the villain to win because you see the background of the villain first yeah. before they become the villain. Yes. Yes, I, I, I agree. And. It's a and it's a, it's a roller coaster ride in the long run, and um, I guess it, it's what makes this movie a classic. Um, also, we gotta we definitely mm-hmm. have to talk about the fact that she's a she's an X Men in the long run. She has telekinetic powers. Yeah. Now, if you had telekinetic, what you would think powers, you would want to harness that more. <laughs> you think right because she, I mean, she's she, uh, here's the thing, she figures it out pretty quickly. You know, like in the beginning, mm-hmm. they're showing it like it's happening, but she doesn't understand it. She's not able to control. She's making things flip or like a light goes out or something. And it's mostly when she's angry. But there's just that mm-hmm. one point, especially towards the end or even the situation with her mom, where she just she understands what she's doing. She's like, I can look here and something's going to happen. If I look there, something's going to happen. I'm like, ah, you know, I think this should have been. 
I'm not saying there should have been like a model a montage of her learning how to use her powers, but there maybe should have been a little thing of her in the backyard, maybe playing with stuff and just kind of making shit yeah. move, you know, to see how she's able no. to, I, you know, obviously it comes based off of her anger, you know, and then, and then when you get to the next Carrie movie rage, mm-hmm. um, it explains that that's when she gets like the barbed wire shit all over her face, like tattoos. It's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. That one, that one's fucking yeah. insane. Um, no, I definitely wish there would have been more of like her powers in the movie, like to see it more, even more incidents with it. You yeah, know, yeah. people picking on her at school and she uses it on them. Little things, type too. of thing. Yeah, uh, like uh, a perfect example is when she's she's walking home and the little kids on the bicycle and he calls mm-hmm. her like scary Carrie or some shit like that, and she just makes them fall like that. That should have been yeah. little things to do, like in like school, like when they're messing yeah. with her and she's kind of developing and she's learning her powers. I like the fact that she goes to the library to kind of read up on it, but I think it would have been kind of cool if she would have did little things, maybe make the, sh- the shoelaces tied, make them trip mm-hmm. little stupid things like that. Make a water spill or, you know, the lunchroom yeah. where the fucking, Oh shit. And the fucking food goes all over the place <laughs> because it would at least show she's trying little things and you can see the turn coming from her. Because remember, mm-hmm. as we mentioned just before, she's technically the villain in the long run at, at the end of the film because she kills people. Right. But it just kind of happens. You know, she just does it. She's like, fuck this. I'm just going to start killing people. And then, you know, because they're laughing at me. But if you would have seen her kind of do little pranks back to those girls that fucked with her and then she goes insane and kills them. Then you have a reason to be like, okay, that's that's too much. You're powerful. Yeah. There's no reason to kill these people. Right. Um, especially one of the teachers that, you know, the, it was the gym teacher. The gym teacher actually mm-hmm. likes her. She, you know, she's trying to look out for her. Though she does yeah. mention, like, you know, I get it. She's, you know, she's a little too much. Like, she's a little crazy. Like, the, the period scenario where she's just, like, freaking out. Help me, you know, and the teacher's just like, shut up. And she slaps her. And she goes, relax. It's it's fine. You're not dying. Just chill the fuck out. Right. You know, I'll help you. But but what the girls did, obviously, was just terrible. Yeah. Or so, even showing her, like, maybe having her have, like, hallucinations throughout. Because at the end, the whole hallucination is what triggered her. Correct. But it was random. Like, you know, we don't know why you're not seeing that they're not laughing at you. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they would have brought that maybe into it too, it would be like, oh, okay, I see why now she's hallucinating again and she's seeing what's not happening. Right, right. I, that does make sense. Like to, to, to at least get that because when she does hallucinate, you're not sure if that's really happening. You know, you're not a thousand percent sure that's really happening. But then the way they have it set up, it's kind of like that dream sequence thing where they have like, you know, the middle mm-hmm. circle and then the blur come around it. And they're focusing on, but then once you see the teacher laugh, you're like, no, because we yeah. saw what her face looked like before. She didn't just randomly start laughing. Um, and then the principal laughs. No, the principal's not going to laugh in front of a student. No, yeah. Like, you know, that's fucking horrible. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. That that would that doesn't really sit. They should have at least maybe gave, given her more of that. Um, and that... that that's what I think when she just, then she just loses her shit, which don't get me wrong. That is an awesome sequence. Oh yeah. You know, when she bang, shuts the fucking doors and then she grabs the hose, 
And in the long run, that's all she did. If we really yeah. think about it, all she did was spray them with the hose. Yeah, pretty much. She just hoses them down and then it just like just starts this whole like chaosness around. Right. And it's actually funny enough, if you go through it, it's the other individuals causing that problem. You know, so if you look at it, so the hose is there. She moves the hose. She's not spraying everybody. But then one of the guys grabs the hose, picks the hose up so it sprays the the lights. Yeah. Which then triggers electricity. Hello. And then that's how the the principal and the other teacher, I think it was the English teacher or whatnot, gets electrocuted because they're holding on to the microphone. Yeah. That's, I'm not going to lie. I was a little confused about that part because they were holding on to the mic. I guess they were holding on to the wire behind the mic, too. They weren't standing in the water. They were just holding no. it. So, yeah, you know, it, and then they just get shocked and it very mediocre electricity the, the, like an old school uh, and then just I just fall back and yep. both are dead then the teacher I think like you were mentioned before was it the actual because the building was coming down mm-hmm. you know the building started uh, coming down but the reason I say that Carrie had something to do with it was because is when she's sitting there Carrie and then she stares at her and that's when it hits her so she probably yeah. gave it a, gave it a little push because I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was the backboard, the backboard from the basketball that came down and hit her. Mm-hmm. So it swung down and pretty much they. Now here's the question: Did it chop her in half? What do you think? Did, 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 I think so because it didn't look like it. It, it almost because it like came back out a little bit, mm-hmm. so almost like it slammed into her and then kind of popped back out. Yeah. So I think it just like crushed her. So it crushed it her. Like. So it crushed her ribs, I guess, in that case. Yeah. And uh, again, very a very mediocre death, though. Yeah, it wasn't that great, honestly. Because you think it just popped right in the stomach. The blood comes out of her mouth. Very little blood, and. She technically falls asleep. I hate those deaths when they kind of just like pass out. Like, you know, see them just kind of flop down. Their head always turns because they're not trying to go face first into a piece of wood. So they'll turn their head. But it looks like they fall asleep. Yeah. And it's possible. Now, I don't know if that's what killed her because it's not confirmed that she died at that moment. Because, I mean, people have been struck by a fucking car and live to talk about it. The main I would say the main kill is obviously when she burns the fucking school. Yeah. But it's not her fault because it was the electricity that started the, the guy fire. who was holding the hose. He killed those people. This. He was the bad guy of this movie <laughs> in the long run. He's the bad guy because yeah. she just used she just used the hose and just sprayed a bunch of fucking people. Yeah. So that okay. That, I guess, and again, it's a, it's one of those watching it again, thinking that there was more to it, and then seeing that it's not, and going, oh, wow, I thought there was more to this. Yeah. And again, well, even with uh, Billy and um, Chris, Chris, when they're in the car, Chris is trying to hit her. So yes. really, she moves the car in almost like self-defense. Correct. And then it flips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even with that kill was almost like more self-defense than she purposely hurting them. Yeah. Until she made it explode. 
okay, well that, that, you know, <laughs> she did that like cherry on top. Just, you know, yeah. well, you're dead anyway. So I'm going to make, I'm going to make you burn like that yeah. one. We know she did because they have that moment when they're about to run her over when she turns, she does like the look and then the car starts, you know, going insane, does the bunch of flips and then she does the look again and then the car explodes. So yeah. that was more her death. You know, yeah, she, yeah, for she, sure. well, if we had to give her a kill count, she killed two at that point. Otherwise, right. it's that guy that was holding the hose, yeah. pointing it up at the fucking the lights like yeah. an asshole. Well, even even Tommy, technically, Chris knocked him out with the bucket. That's right. And that's why he died, because he was just passed out and then caught on fire. And then he just burned to death, just like everybody yeah. else in that in that school. Which, yeah, because originally when he gets hit in the head, I, I tried to remember. I'm like, wait, does he die when he gets hit in the head? I'm like, no, he just got hit in the head with a fucking bucket. Like, he, he it passed was so out. dramatic. Yeah, it is. It's just like, oh, boom. And he's like, oh. And he just goes down like, great acting there, buddy. To play. So like, I got to be real with you. Now, I don't remember. I've never been hit in the head with a bucket before. Like, those type of buckets. I don't know if that would. Would that be more of an ow or like would you could you really pass out from that so i say from experience oh okay let's hear it i have worked in it was like kind of like volunteer like at a horror house type of thing we were setting it up and if i had like an industrial size flashlight fall on my head okay and it like hurt for a second and i'm climbing back up the ladder and then i just felt blood i was like oh that's a lot of blood but like it didn't make me pass out like that, and that bucket was empty, so I don't think that would have knocked him out. <laughs> right? I yeah, I have to agree. I just didn't think the knockout was necessary unless it hit a portion of the back because it it also hit the back of the head. You know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there is a point where you can hit somebody somewhere in their head. I mean, you can hit somebody in a temple and kill them yeah. with a punch. So you think maybe if you hit, maybe it hit somewhere in the back of the head for some reason. It, <laughs> It knocked him out in slow motion. Yeah, it just slowly falls to the just ground. And no one said no one. She didn't even try to stop it. She's just like, here he goes. And yep. blah. now here's my question to you, because I was thinking of this as well while I was watching it. Now, he takes her to the prom and he's technically being told to do it by Sue. Sue's like, go take her to the prom, make her feel good, make her feel special. So he's not exactly a bad guy. He's trying to. You know, no, yeah. He's trying to make her have a good time. Um, that's why he gets pissed off when the blood thing gets happens to her. He does get angry. Like he's like, "What the hell? Like, what's wrong with you people?" But he kisses her. I thought that was weird. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know if they were trying to make the point where, like, maybe he was actually really starting to like her, or he was just going too far with it. Because mm -hmm. I was like, "Aren't you still?" dating sue right very confused yes. and sue didn't look too concerned with them kissing because she did see that yes she saw that no she was more concerned with the bucket but yeah i was very weird i was like i don't think you had to kiss her i think you're going too far now because now you're thinking she's thinking that you really like her right and that would in the long run could have made his death even worse if yeah. this movie would have continued at least one more day but that the the main scene or the um the well-known scene is when the bucket falls on her and that's pig's blood. Now it turned out mm -hmm. while they filmed it, that was really pig's blood that they fucking threw on space act. Um, right. So, so that's fucking disgusting. What did you think of that, that scene? It's a classic. It's the main scene 
of the movie to start it all. Like, how did that make you go? Here we go. Yeah, I mean, it was good because it like pretty much correlates back to the beginning of the movie with the blood. So obviously that's why she did it. Um, it was really good. Like, I think they did a good job with that because with blood, you can be like, is that blood though? Mm-hmm. You know, you could easily mess up on when you're making the blood to make it look real enough. Sure. So I think they did a really good job with that, um, you know, scene wise. Um, and then that just gave her the crazy look, just made it like 10 times better yes that's when she gets her eyes open up and mm. that's when shit starts getting real and like, that's the famous picture right there yes yes it's actually on the poster too you have yeah. her smiling and then you have her like oh, i'm gonna fucking kill these motherfuckers mm-hmm. and <clears throat> she that 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 um moment and that um those the face and the co- the dress covered in blood is iconic when it comes to horror and also her walking out of the school while it's fucking on fire. Because she just yeah. walks on out there like it was nothing. I mean, she didn't have to open yeah. the door. The doors open by themselves. She closes them when she leaves. Mm-hmm. She makes sure to close the doors, which is very nice of her. Because, you know, she yeah. could have left it open. But she does close the doors. And she probably locks it because she doesn't want anybody getting out anyway. Yeah. Um, and then she kills all the fu- the entire senior class. Besides, yeah. at least at that point, besides three other people have made it out and then she kills two of them. So technically Sue is the only person to survive mm-hmm. from her senior class. I did forget about that part. I forgot. I was like, Oh, I do not remember her killing everybody. Yes. She fucking is a motherfucker. Like that's what it, it comes to the point where she's technically the villain of the film because she killed everybody. But like we mentioned before, if it wasn't for the asshole that decided to point a fucking hose at the ceiling and try to and hit the fucking lights, they probably all would have just got really wet. Yeah. We don't know if she was going to truly kill them. You know, we don't know if that yeah. was the point because a hose now a hose will hurt you because that's a fire hose. So that shit will hurt you. And yes, it could possibly kill you. Um, I think the teacher again, we don't know if she truly died when the, the, the basketball uh, hoop hit her. So she could have just been fucked up the yeah the principal and the other teacher was totally dead because they got electrocuted but all because the fucking hose yeah she was just using a hose just to say fuck it you're literally that she shuts the doors and she's pretty much like you're not fucking leaving now like now i'm going to fucking mess all you up and then i guess when shit just started getting real and people started getting killed and it caught on fire she was just like fuck it i'm done i'm out of here it just fucking yeah, walks. I think at first it almost seemed like, okay, well, it really wasn't, you know, it just kind of escalated. But then when she, like, leaves the school, locks the door, she's like, okay, now she's serious. Yeah, now she's like, fuck them. Like, now they're going to die. Yeah. Which another funny scene is when she's walking and the, the fire truck passes her. Yeah. Nobody, first off, where's the ambulance? Nobody stopped her and like, excuse me, miss. Um, you're coming from that, you know, that school that was burning. You're covered in blood, and you look a little crazy. Are you okay? Yeah, no concern. No, no concern. She's just walking on the side of the road, and that's when she kills Chris and John Travolta's character. Yeah, um, and then she comes home, and then her mom is waiting for her. I like that scene when she goes to take the sh- to the bath, but the mom's right yeah. behind the door. Didn't 
Didn't catch it, obviously, until it zooms in. She's just standing there. You're like, oh. Oh, no, I caught it literally the entire time as she's walking up the stairs. I'm like, oh, mom's just chilling behind the door. Mm. And I don't know, maybe because it was the blood in her eyes, but she was, com- I would have saw her, but she was completely oblivious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the fact that she was there and just walks right on by. Just like, okay, I'm going to go take a bath. And she cleans herself to come out. And then she's talking to her mother. And she's they laughed at me, mama. They laughed at me. And she tries to make her, her well, her mom tries to make her feel like, all right, we'll pray and everything will yeah. be fine. And then she stabs her. <laughs> yeah. A horrible uh, job, by the way. She went the stabbing. Horrible job. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and the fact that when she's like, well, crawling away, the way that she's coming after her was just like so menacing and yes. slowly. I'm like, are you trying to get the job done? Yeah. What are you doing? Like if you're truly if you truly think that your daughter is possessed by the devil or a demon or whatever she thinks, um, why aren't you just like, I'm gonna hop on her, even though we know in the long run it wouldn't have mattered, but she would have hopped yeah. on her and just started stabbing her. Cause you have yeah. you got or you got to because she just like starts like kind of talking, makes that crazy face, staring at her, holding a fucking knife, and um then Carrie fucking just goes, oh, which I'm not gonna lie. I did find it funny when she starts throwing the shit at her and the knives. She has yeah. the hand. She technically crucifies her. But then there's the one part where after it's done and her mother passes it when she dies, she's holding her head and she looks. And she, nope. And she looks again. Yeah. And she goes, no. Oh, but I got to go over time. And then she feels terrible. She's like, mama. And then she pulls the knife out and she grabs it. And then the house starts coming down. Yeah. And again, I made, it made me laugh. She's going into the closet where her mom sticks her when she's bad so she could pray. And she's trying to get her. Now, I'm sitting there remembering that her other hand has a knife through it. And she's yeah. trying to drag her. She's trying to drag her. And you hear it. You're boonk. And then you're like, oh, like, I know the mom's dead and everything. But, like, I would have been okay with, like, if they would have kind of cut back with the camera, you would have seen the hand still there with the knife yeah. in it. Like, cause you can't just yank the fucking person's hand and the shit's going to come right out, especially a dead body. Um, that part made me laugh. I I got a pretty good laugh at that one because she's like, come on, mama, we gotta go. And she's, the bitch is dead. She's fucking dead. (laughs) Well, what got me was almost how the moms, like, it's just every death was so dramatic. Yes. Like. She took so long to actually die. I'm like, you just got stabbed like 6,000 times. Mm -hmm. And she's just like moaning. And then like eventually her head falls over. I'm like, that was the longest death ever. It was. She took her time dying. Yeah, It's almost like they were directing it and they were like, okay, so you have, let's see, two in your hands, which you could easily live with two in your hands. You got one in the stomach. You could still live like you, you know, they weren't machetes hitting her. They were like, you know, those little prong type of things, a couple of knives and whatnot. It's good. Obviously it'll kill you, but she was just, (laughs) 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 and then just, (laughs) and you're just like, She's going to jump at her, isn't she? That's what I'm waiting for. Because you always get that last fucking, ah, yeah. get you. But, like, she didn't do that because like she actually died. It was like that cartoon death when they were, like, fake pass out, and then they come back to life, and then yes. they fake pass out. And then they pass out again. It's like, no. And then they yeah. just cannibal pass out again. And that's kind of the vibe I got because I was 
thinking if she was going to do it or like, you know, maybe go like, ah, and then like maybe Carrie snaps her neck or some shit, which probably would have been better um, than what she technically just did. But then the house falls down. Carrie gets cracked in the head. What did she get cracked in the head? It was just like a debris. I guess so. I don't. She was just being crushed by debris, I guess, at that point. Mm -hmm. The stabbing didn't kill her. So, yeah, no. And then just gets cracked right in the freaking head and dies technically as the house completely comes down on them which again i would question a lot of shit with that like did she do that do you think she she did that i think i think probably i don't think she was trying to i think because maybe she was slowly dying so like her pain was making the house come down okay you know it wasn't like from anger to me it was like maybe from her pain of like her mom dying and then she's in pain. So like she's just filled with so much emotion and that's all coming down. So on it's her. like the, the, the world crumbling down on you because of uh, the yeah. sadness or anger that she went through. So she just, cause the floor technically like it, it was like the house fell into like a fucking, like a, like a hole, you know, like it the, just, the way it just <laughs> came in. So it, it was a little strange um, how, and if she did it on purpose or like yeah. you said, which you might be right, it was just all that emotion just crumbling down where it's just like, all right, this is how we're going to finish it. The house is going to fall on both of them. They're both going to die. And then um, the other yeah. infamous scene when uh, Sue's dreaming and she goes to put the flowers down and then mm-hmm. the hand pops up. The only jump scare of the movie. Yeah. And it's horribly done. Yeah, <laughs> which in... Yeah, and like you, like, and Sue didn't really see everything that she did because she wasn't even in the gym. Yeah, she got thrown out by the so teacher. She, yeah, so she didn't even like. I mean, yeah, she was traumatized because like everyone she knew died in school, but like mm-hmm. she didn't actually get to see what she did to them. Type right. Of thing. And then the just the hand pops up, and I like like how it angles. Like the first they show the first hand, and then the camera flips to show the other side of the hand, but the other side of the hand. And she wakes yeah. up and she's fucking bugging out. Ah. Ah, she's looking at it. You see the hands kind of in her head still there. And then the mom's yeah. just like, I'm here. I'm here. And then the movie ends and it's over. And it got yeah. me going, what the fuck? What just happened? <laughs> like, okay. I, again, I, you have to put yourself in 1976 you have to put yourself in these years of these older movies to truly respect and understand them mm-hmm. so you know what i say this movie this this version of carrie does it hold up to this day that's a tough question because it's yes and no you know but it's still a classic i'll never t- i'll never yeah. deny that it's it's an absolute classic this movie made sissy spacex she'll always mm-hmm. be carrie like it doesn't matter when she yeah. dies they're gonna say the actress from carrie dies yeah and then they may make a joke like carrie white burns in hell and shit like that and hopefully they don't because sissy spacex is supposed to be actually a nice person <laughs> hopefully they don't do that so okay let's go into some standouts what of this movie, who stood out the most to you? What was the character or, or the actress or actor that stood out where you were like, yep, great job? Um, I mean, probably honestly, really just to see that because 
she just has like I think it's just like her facial expressions to everything are really good. Mm-hmm. And just like all through the show, you know, she acts like she goes from like this timid character to just this like straight up badass that kills everybody. And mm-hmm. then she's able to do both characters because I like when actors are able to like just go complete opposite of what they are. Yep. Instead of like just keeping one type of personality through the whole sh- movie. Yep, sure. I, I have to agree. Uh, I'm going to say, actually, uh, my biggest standout of this movie is the mom. Uh, I think she was oh, yeah. phenomenal as a psychotic fucking Christian nutcase mm-hmm. motherfucker um, because you genuinely did not like her. And she did such a good job where you just were like, fuck her. Like, she's a sick person. She's a piece of shit. She don't care about her daughter. And that's if you can get that vibe from a person, especially an actor or an actress, they're doing their job. Yeah. You're supposed to hate her. You hate her from the beginning when she's first introduced. You're like, nope, bitch. Don't like that bitch. So I have to say she would be my standout because truthfully, yeah, I just was like, yeah, she she did the best in the long run. She was hated by people and especially hated by me. Uh, when it comes to this movie. So here we go. We're going to get into our final thoughts of the film. We've spoken about it. We talked about our favorite scenes, who we liked, who we disliked. What is your final thought of this movie? The movie's over. How did you feel? Um, I'm still going to have to go back to not the same as it used to be. Um, almost too dramatic in a ways, but just still love it because of its like being nostalgic type of feeling yep yep i i, I agree thousand percent it's one of those where it's just it's not the same it's it's because we've seen so much nowadays it's hard to surprise us um mm-hmm. but it is a classic it makes sense why it is a classic again this is 1976 a lot of people still will tell me i i spoke to somebody and they told me the exorcist is not a scary film i don't know what all these people were talking about and you're like because it was the 70s they didn't see something like this before. So mm-hmm. to them, they were going, holy shit. And you know what? Fuck them because the exorcist is freaky as fuck. Yeah. Well, in all these movies like Carrie, the exorcist and Jaws, they are the reasons that these people have these ideas now yes. of like the crazy religious mom who goes psycho. And then the kid that gets bullied in school and goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the people that brought these ideas and then now we're just remaking them really. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. The, these are original ideas that mm-hmm. now we see rehashed that we mentioned this in the faculty too, where it's difficult to find a new idea. And most of the ideas are rehashed. Even the faculty was technically a rehashed type of story, yeah. but it just took place in a different environment, which like a high school. So yeah, we, we've seen it all. They, they can't surprise us anymore. And if they can, then we would say, nice, I enjoyed this. Like, uh, eventually we'll talk about The Conjuring, which in the long run, The Conjuring, to me, is one of the best haunting movies. But we've seen haunting mm-hmm. movies. They just did it right. You know, yeah. they did it right. Um, but 100%. We'll get to eventually get to The Conjuring because, oh, do I have fuck you movies for that movie? Boy, I have them in oh, my back pocket. I have I have a lot in my back pocket with that one because that one, yes, it was, oof, that was a this toughie. So obviously you remember when we played, um, when we did the faculty, we played that uh, one through 10 uh, when it came to Famke Jensen. 
We're switching it up now. It's going to be a little difficult mm-hmm. because me and Mr. Malave was talking. We want to, instead of one through 10, we want to have a little more fun. And I'm asking you, what cocktail is she? Okay. So I'm going to ask you, Sissy Spacek in this movie, what is her cocktail? Now I'll go first. So you give you a little chance to think about it because it's not an easy question. All right. So I'm going to say Sissy Spacek in this movie is a Bloody Mary. She is a virgin <laughs> Bloody Mary, though. I'm going to give her virgin Bloody Mary. Um, because, you know, she, she's all bloody. And I don't personally think she's attractive. Um, I'm not saying she's the ugliest person in, I've ever seen in the entire universe. But it makes sense to her character. I think when she has the makeup on and whatnot, she looks she does look pretty. But she's not supposed to look pretty. So as her character, she's not a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give her Bloody Mary because... One, I don't like Bloody Marys. I just don't like them. I won't drink it. So I'm going to give Carrie, Sissy Spacek, a Bloody Mary. That's going to be, she's my cocktail, Bloody Mary. What cocktail would you give Sissy Spacek? Mm. Could be I'm a beer. I'm going to have to say she is a really smooth shot of tequila. Oh, okay. Let's She's very, you know, the whole movie, she's just like this timid girl. She's smooth, mm-hmm. just, you know, but then in the end of that shot, it's just like chaos. <laughs> that works. That makes a lot of sense because that's what tequila will do to you. Yeah, and yeah. usually at the end, you feel like you're dead. So, yeah, exactly. Not a know. fan of tequila, but that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah. And you do the same thing. You reach up to the sky like, God damn it. God, I. Should have never had them because yep. enough tequilas <laughs> will always put you down. All right, cool. So that's great. So I'm going Bloody Mary. You're going with a shot of tequila. Oh, any specific tequila or just tequila? Um, well, I guess it has to be some like on the higher end tequila. Obviously, I'm not a big tequila person. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> probably Patron would okay. probably be the smoothest, right? Okay. Patron's pretty, a little yeah, bit higher. I have the high school days. Not like. Yeah best it actually fits that works i like that so patron because in high school is we everybody would drink patron because you would be like oh that's what the cool people drink you drink yeah (laughs) this takes place during high school funny enough senior year that's when the patron started coming out senior year throw it up for the prom it fits perfect i love it we're gonna go with it so she is a shot (laughs) of patron and for me she's a bloody mary Okay, so that's it. We're done with the film. It's all over. We spoke about it, but we're not done yet because it's time to get into the most fun parts of our show, which is everything that we do anyway. So let's get into our award portion. Very excited about the awards. Now, of course, Caitlin, you know, Mr. Malave is not here, so he usually has Kill Him With Kindness. You're going to replace him and take his Kill Him With Kindness. So all right. I ask you, Caitlin, what is the award or the kill him with kindness. I mean, we are going to have to go with, I feel like it's the only one that was the best and it's the mom. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like all of them, like they weren't really as gory. It was all the other deaths are really hard to even see, but with her, obviously it was dramatic. So you see it for like a good solid five minutes of her death, yes. but all of like the knives and everything going into her, and then obviously they bring it back to when she's in the closet and they have the little Jesus statue and then they make her die exactly like how the Jesus statue was. So, mm-hmm. you know, bringing it back 
So I think that was a pretty good one. Yeah, I would have to say that's a perfect kill him with kindness. And I actually think that's what Mr. Malave would have picked. And we'll find out. Actually, we can ask Matt what, what was his kill him with kindness. But I think that does make the most sense. And like you said, it takes about five minutes for her to die. So it should add up to becoming the best one. And of course, as we know, if you're going to kill him, you kill him with kindness, which she did. She let her, <laughs> it took her a while, but she, she did it. She could have snapped her neck. She could have slit her throat. She's like, no, nah, I'm just going to throw a couple of knives in you. I mean, the mom looked like she was enjoying it. She does, yes, because she's like kind of laughs at it, like, like, <laughs> like yeah. a, a psycho bitch death. So yep. perfect death. Okay, so we're going to get into my award now. Of course, I'm just a little scared. And um, honestly, when it comes to this movie, I was not scared at all. There was nothing that scared me. Um, oh man, we're on a fucking roll. Yeah, no, but we're on a roll right now. We're on a roll of all these movies. It's just not scaring me. Somebody needs to pick a movie that's going to scare me, but I have to pick something, something in the movie that maybe would have scared me when I was younger, or maybe could make you kind of go, Ooh, it's a little freaky. And I think it's pretty obvious that I'm going to have to go when Carrie's hand pops up from, from the rubble. Because mm-hmm. it's the only jump scare of the te- of the movie, and if yeah. you don't expect it, if you don't know it's coming, it may get you to go, "Whoa!" You know, definitely in '76 they were going, "Oh shit!" Her fucking hands there. So um, I would say that moment, not for me, but maybe for other people, you might just give me a little scared, just a little bit, because otherwise this movie's not scary. Yeah, if you're seeing it for the first time and you didn't know it's coming, you know. It might get you to jump. That's because that literally is the only jump scare of the movie besides the loud noises that come when Carrie does her look, which, by the way, sound like Psycho. Sound like the, uh, the yeah, from Parkham Psycho, um, which is funny because my seven-year-old is the one that called that out. He's like, is that Psycho? And I was like, no, but nice call, dude. Nice call. It could well, you be. You have the best be seven-year-old ever. Yeah, I he, hope he, my child one day says that. He as has well. watched <laughs> Psycho. He didn't like it, though, because it was, you know, it's it's a it's not just about death it's a story and you know hitchcock is yeah i told him he has he's gonna take time to eventually appreciate movies like that but yeah so that's my that's just a little scared carrie's hand comes out and sue loses her shit because she's going crazy so that's our awards but we still have one more award to go because you know when we watch movies we always get this vibe feeling deep down we look at the screen Something happens, and, and, and then we go, fuck you! Fuck you, movie. Oh, favorite award of mine is fuck you, movie, because, Caitlin, we have to tell the fucking screen, tell the people that are doing it. We say, you know what? Fuck you, okay? Fuck you for what you're doing. It could be anything that they're doing, something scary, something freaky, something really fucking stupid. You know, the rock pushes a torpedo with his bare hands. Fuck you, movie. That's bullshit. And that's not how life works. So let's get into our fuck you, movie. I will start first um, and go with my fuck you, movie. Now, again, it was very difficult to find a fuck you, movie in this. So I took a little stretch. Personally, I'm going to say my fuck you, movie is her mother, is Carrie's mother. Because it makes me say, fuck you, bitch. You're a bad person. You're a nutcase. You're a psychopath. How dare you treat your daughter that way? How dare you, you know, all this shit that's going on. It made me sit there like, fuck this bitch. Kill her. I was totally down for her death, even though it was five minutes long. But that's my fucking movie. Fuck you, Carrie's mom. You're a bitch. 
It's a good one. It's a good one. What is your fuck you movie? Mine, like I said, it was hard to find one. So just from maybe like a girl's perspective, okay, I would have said it from the beginning scene with all the girls bullying her in the shower. Sure, because sure. like, yeah, girls are harsh, but I. Like I said, I was like, I have never seen girls that hard. Like, fuck you to all those girls <laughs> to be bullying her. Like, this poor girl, which I do have to admit, she was very late on her period because she's in high school. Like, she's a senior. And I'm surprised that hasn't happened to you. But still, she's, right. like, freaking out. And they're just throwing pads and tampons at her. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's a good... I like how our fuck you movies are us telling fuck you to the characters. Yeah. Just like, you know, because <laughs> it, 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 it is hard to find a moment that's like a little too... The movie's meant to be crazy. Nobody has telekinetic powers, so we can't just be like, well, fuck you to that, because then it takes away the whole fucking point of the movie. But yeah, the fact exactly. that our fuck you movies are like like you're saying, which makes perfect sense coming from a female to be like, oh, fuck them. Like, they deserve to die, you know, yeah. for doing that. And for sure. Then you have my side of being like, well, fuck the mother. She's a bitch. So fuck you. So we'd say fuck you to them. And of course, just like what happened, we watched the film, we saw these characters, and we said, fuck you! Yeah, fuck you. Fuck these characters. Fucking, I can't, I can't, hate, I can't stand them. I don't like them. Um, but in the long run, I, I liked Carrie. I, I did like her character. And um, I, yeah. I, you know... She's supposed to be a villain. I don't really consider her a villain. I get why she's considered a villain, oh, but no. yeah. it, it it is what it is. So that's it. That's fuck you movie. But Caitlin, we are not done. We're almost done. But we're not done. Now, last time you were here, you lost because we played a nice old-fashioned game. Now, Mr. Malave, again, I mentioned it again. He's not here. So you don't have an opponent this time. So you can't exactly win a Price is Right game. But you still have the chance to win the $100 courtesy of the second rounds. It's in our second rounds bank account. It's still there. You still have an opportunity. Nobody has won yet. Thank God. And hopefully, let's see if somebody can finally win. So you get another opportunity to play the price is wrong, bitch. But, oh, my God, I fucked up. I'm mad at myself. I said the wrong name of the game. I'm, let me try that one more time. <laughs> wow. Rewind, rewind, rewind. I, I, pull, I pulled a Mr. Malave. You know what it is? He's not here, I, and now it stays. He becomes <laughs> me. That's bad. Okay, so now you are going to play Money for Nothing. The price is wrong, bitch. The price is wrong, bitch. The price is wrong, bitch. Okay, I finally got the name of our fucking game show correct. Um, so now we're going to play <laughs> The Price is Wrong, Bitch, or Money for Nothing, The Price is Wrong, Bitch. The reason it's called Money for Nothing, because Money for Nothing by Dire Straits plays in the background. So here we go. You know the deal, Caitlin. You know how the game works for all the people out there. This is her opportunity to win $100. This is a math question, a numbers question. When it comes to the movie, it only can focus on the movie. This time, I'm going to make it a little more difficult for you, especially because you're not facing Matt. Okay, so this will take place. We're talking about Carrie. Here we go. All right. International. 
Get ready for this one. All right. Now, I need you to tell me the rank that Carrie is, 1976, on the all-time international box office for live-action movies. That's Now, I'll let you know, that's every live-action movie ever made. Internationally. has nothing to do with the United States. So, you need to tell me that rank. I'll give you a little time. Okay, so only international. Only international. And then all live action. All live action. Every single live action movie ever ever made. And that's also, because you got to remember, it's international. It includes international movies. So, I'll give you a little more time. Think about it. What was the year again? Oh, this is all time. This is like currently. Oh, all time. Oh. Yeah, this is this is all time. So this is the, the current rank that I'm asking for is the current rank it is right now. Uh, According okay. to www.the-numbers.com. That's what we use for our information. Hmm. So give you a little more time. This one's, a, this one's a tough one. And you don't have Matt there to try to save you. But I will be sure to ask Mr. Malave what he would have picked, too, because he probably would have picked five. Just so you know, it's not five. So I was not going to go. <laughs> just going to throw it out there. The answer, not five. Okay. I'm going to lower this. So not six either. No, <laughs> it, you know, it could be six, <laughs> no. but you got to remember. No, no, no. This movie did come come out in 1976 and this is the current rank of it right now so the ranks always change obviously as movies continue to come out but mm-hmm. all time for live action so no animations none of that shit we know japan is huge with uh animation but again it doesn't mean it's from japan it's just international it's all around yeah do you got an answer for me all right uh um, we're gonna go 67 67? <laughs> okay, that's cool. 67. All right. <laughs> you know, I just thought maybe international people really like, you know, bloody women. I don't know. Okay, I mean, you know what? You kind of got a point because there is plenty of those movies that are fucking gross when it comes to blood. Um, so I'm going to, I will tell you you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are wrong. Um, Am I far? I'm far. Right. Ooh, you're far. Oh, so far. You're very far. So the answer for the all-time international box office for live-action movies, Carrie, 1976, is ranked 17,937. What is this rank out of? A million? All the <laughs> movies ever made. Oh, jeez. Live action movies, yeah, because there's different ones here. There's they have it like uh, horror movies, United Artist movies, which is the company that made the movie based on a fiction sl- book slash short story. Um, but this is I so hope his number is worse than mine. I'm well, we will find out because I will <laughs> ask Matt on the side what number would he pick, and he probably would say five because I hope that's he just does. How it is? I hope but he does. Sixty-seven. <laughs> so you were definitely off by a lot. Definitely off by, um, like I said, over seventeen thousand. Uh, uh, I knew this was going to be a tough one for you, but hey, you know what? You came, you saw, you didn't conquer, you tried, but 
The price was wrong, bitch. That's okay. A hundred dollars stays back in the second round. You're Bank welcome. account. Just Thank you. you. Appreciate that. We can we can eat this week. Um, <laughs> Mr. Malave is not here, so he gets to keep. No, the hundred goes to me. He doesn't even get fifty of it. He tra- I'm telling you, I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get fifty of it. Get out of here. He ain't getting fifty <laughs> because he ain't here. He didn't show up. So the fifty goes. Back in my pocket, that's $100 staying in second round's bank account. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to... All right, before we get into uh, the main part, what made you think f- 67? Because I did make sure to mention this is the live live action movies, all live action movies ever made. So what made you think 67? I know you said the whole blood thing. Now um, that you know the answer, now that you know it's not even close, like what made 67 go, that's the number? You know, I don't really know. Math's not my math wasn't mathing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you think? I honestly couldn't tell you. I just thought, you know, maybe the I was keep forgetting out of the year now, like what the rank is now mm-hmm. compared to what it may have been back then. Yeah, it could have been sixty-seven. You're absolutely right. It could have been in nineteen. 19- 80 it could have been 67 but obviously i don't know what international people like no that's why i stuck to international because we've never had an opportunity to actually talk about something international when it came to the rankings um and i wasn't going to pick the gross because the gross actually out of all of these it's not going to change the gross is never going to change so i figured let's go with the ranking and yeah okay so 67 the answer was 17 937 well you got you had had seven so that's not bad That's good. All right, so you get, you know what? You're going to get more opportunities to actually get your, get a chance to win. But eventually, we're just going to be like, listen, you can still play. You just can't win the 100. It's been too long. You, you tried 17 times. It's like you're not going to win. But all right, now we're coming down to the nitty-gritty. This is the ending. This is how we finish off. We need to make that decision. Does it get into the flick book? Is this movie a must-watch for a non-average horror movie viewer, or for some people that may be confused, a newbie. Somebody trying to get into the genre itself. So, Caitlin, we're going to start with you. It has to be unanimous. What do you say? All right. My opinion on it, obviously, I liked it, like I said, when I first seen it compared to now. But it is, I love anything nostalgic. And I feel like if you have to at least it once i'm not saying it's going to be a rewatch that you're going to want to see all the time but i think everybody should see it at least one time so i will have to say it does belong just for that reason okay so going with a yes so in order for it to get in i have to be the one to put it in again and i'm going to agree with you i am going to say yes as well um and the reason is is because it is a classic because people do talk about this movie. This movie is something people can say, oh man, have you ever seen Carrie? Or if you see somebody give the crazy eyes, who oh, you giving the Carrie eyes or something? Or telekinetic powers. Oh, have you ever seen Carrie? Like, that's a crazy freaking movie. Stephen King in general. Oh, he did Carrie. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. So though the movie is underwhelming for people like us that have watched plenty of horror or have seen it a long time ago and now rewatch it, a newbie that maybe has never seen it may actually enjoy it more than somebody like like us that have seen more. 
That's why they're newbies. That's why they're non-average viewers. So I would say, yes, this movie has to be seen one time in your life. Um, and if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. You know, at least now you understand where a lot of these inside jokes or things in other movies, like uh, Caitlin, you mentioned it. A lot of movies take from this film. So it, do, have you, you've seen Knocked Up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you remember they had the whole thing where they were writing down um, boobs and bush. They go boobs and bush, yeah. and they'd have to write the times. I didn't realize it until now watching it. In the movie, they're watching Carrie at that one because because the way the camera panned, and I remember like mm-hmm. it's almost like deja vu. I was like, wait a minute, I've seen this before. Obviously, I have, but in more recent time, and I went, that's what they were watching and fucking knocked up. When they were when they were sitting on the couch high as shit, they were watching Carrie. So somebody may you know some freak out there maybe watching Knocked Up, being like, "What movie are they watching? They're watching Carrie, boobs and bush in Carrie." So yes, I do agree a thousand percent. It should be watched. And again, Sissy SpaceX, she is she stands out. Okay, she stands out in this movie, and she does mm-hmm. such a great job. And again, John Travolta, he's in it. John Travolta's in this movie, so who doesn't love to see a good John Travolta film? Yeah, see, when he was young. <laughs> yeah, at least when he was young, because nowadays nobody gives a fine fuck. But he had nice hair. <laughs> he did have nice hair. Ooh, did this come before, or when did Saturday Night Fever come? That's after. That's definitely after. That yeah. has to be, right? That has to be after Grease, because I think that's what got him the movie. Yeah, Okay, I'm so sure, yeah, too. Yeah, I can't see... No, because I don't see Saturday Night Fever... Carrie and then that no he was very young he was he had to still be he had to be like 20 21 when he did this movie although I did love him in be cool it used to be one of my favorite movies did you ever see get smart yes that's the first one and then be cool be cool is great because of uh I like Andre Benjamin in that. Andre 3000. I think he's oh, hilarious. Yeah. A Debo. That's not gangster with the T and whatnot. It's not gangster. <laughs> That's a good one. That's actually a really funny movie. We should do that on the uh, the regular flick book, not the horror edition. Um, oh, yeah. But that's it. So Carrie's getting in. That's the second film to get into the flick book or flick book horror because the faculty got in. Carrie gets in. It looks like, Caitlin, you're the lucky charm for these movies because those other ones we've done, they're not getting in. So that's it. We know it's in. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say sayonara. Mr. Malave is not here, so he ain't going to say shit. Um, so, Caitlin, go ahead. Thank you for coming on again. I appreciate it. It was a little last minute, and we blame Matt. We blame Matt for this. Yes, 100%. But you know what? I'm not complaining. I love coming on here with you guys, so it's always fun. And I love talking about movies mm-hmm. literally anytime. My friends probably are shut up already, but I don't care. That's fine because you. Well, we already know we're gonna have you come on for a bunch of things. We I already told you you're gonna be the Rob Zombie girl. Any Rob Zombie movies, you I'm have to come on. You. you have to come on. So the Munsters, that's a that's a must must come on for. Oh, I know yeah. it's I know it's comedy oh, and technically they'll be like it's not a horror movie. Well, guess what? It's Frankenstein and it's Rob Zombie. You know, it's fucking Rob Zombie <laughs> and you know some stupid shit's gonna happen. Um, but yes, we will definitely have you on for as all the rob zombies that we can come up with and of course other ones as well because i have to have you pick the next one you're gonna pick one yes so go dive deep i I need something that i can put on my just a little scared i need something because 
Most of it hasn't scared me yet. Mostly because I've seen all these films. I'll find something for you. Nice. I appreciate that. So, all right, everybody. My name is Simon James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, so smooth. A.k.a. the smooth effective stuff. Thank you guys so much. And next week, we will be back. Mr. Malave, crossing my fingers, will return because we're talking Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. And he's the Resident Evil guy. Matt, don't leave me hanging, bro. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. sometimes we all go a little mad sometimes <laughs>